This is an encore broadcast of Streams in the Desert Live. I believe that we are living in the days John wrote about. The end times are upon us, and of that there is no doubt. Get your mind out of the world, take your Bible off the shelf, read the book of Revelations for yourself. Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, February 19th, 2020, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast. Coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is, See That No Man Deceives You. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne this day and bow down, spiritually speaking. We ask that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit have your way in this place and over the digital airwaves this day, Lord God, to the minds and hearts and soul of your people, that they would receive the words that you have prepared and ordained for this hour here at 11.59 and split seconds, just before the imminent return of your one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. And we say, thank you, Lord Jesus, for taking my place upon the cross. And Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we open the show for today, I would first like to talk to you about what my take on the coronavirus is. And if you have been following me on Facebook or Twitter, you probably already know that I am of the mind that, listen up, my friends, in reality, no one really knows if there even is a coronavirus. Yes, I know that there are many voices out there shouting it from the housetops, but I also know that in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus answered his disciples when asked by them what the sign of his coming would be. Jesus replied, and 
it is found in Matthew chapter 24, verse 4, and is simply this. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed, my friends, that means pay attention, that no man deceive you. My friends, today people are going about deceiving and are being deceived such as never before seen in modern history. The reason that I am speaking out about the coronavirus is because the Lord God has not, at least at this point, put any urgency in my spirit concerning this matter. As I said before, we are now living in a very deceiving time, and we must guard our hearts and minds so that, as Christians, we are not preaching a chicken little gospel of the sky is falling, when in reality, some of the things now taking place in our world are lying signs and wonders direct from Satan. What I am saying is that now is a good time to know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly for yourselves. It is at the same time when being filled with and led by God's Holy Spirit comes into play big time. Because we are now living in a time that as Christian leaders, as well as Christians in general, that we must be hearing from God's Holy Spirit before we buy into what the world at large is peddling. I mean, after all, according to the CDC, listen up, my friends, since October 1st, 2019 through February 8th, 2020, the worldwide death toll from the common flu or influenza stands at 14 to 36,000 people versus the worldwide death toll, according to CNN, as late as this very afternoon, February 2019, 2020, of which is only 2,000. In this direct quote from CNN, it is stated, the death toll from the novel uh, coronavirus has now killed more than 2,000 people, all but six of them in mainland China. That's a very important statement right there, my friends. Number one, people uh, are going around like a chicken with their head chopped off. You would think it was two bazillion people have died with this thing and that it's everywhere in the world that they're dying. It says here all but six of them have died in the mainland of China. My friends, get your head screwed on straight and let's take a look at what's going on here. This uh, CNN article says it has infected more than 75,000 people, so they say, my friends, with over 1,000 cases outside of mainland China. So now we've narrowed it down to that there are 75,000 cases in mainland China with a thousand cases outside mainland China in the whole rest of the wide world, my friends. And all out of the 2,000 people that have died, only six of them were outside of China itself. So quit panicking, please, and listen up. With that said, 
This brings us to our first piece of the day, which was written by Mr. Michael Snyder, author of the Economic Collapse Blog.com and MostImportantNews.com. This piece is dated February 18th, 2020, and is titled 10 Very Important Questions That the Mainstream Media Should Be Asking About This Coronavirus Outbreak. Not pandemic, my friends, outbreak which Mr. Snyder begins by asking the question, why is the mainstream media so scared of asking different questions about this coronavirus outbreak? At one time, the United States, he says, had the greatest investigative journalist in the entire world. But today, it is very rare to see any of our major news outlets go much beyond the basic facts of a story, in particular, the coverage of this coronavirus outbreak has uh, been absolutely abysmal, he says. Other than uh, dutifully repeating the basic information being fed to them by the CDC and the Chinese government, of which should be highly trusted, my friends, it's only a communist nation, mainstream media coverage of this crisis has amounted to little more than assuring everyone that everything is going to be just fine. Well, that's good because that's the truth. As a result, he says, Americans are increasingly turning to independent journalists for some honest coverage on this outbreak because they know that they aren't getting the whole truth from the usual suspects, says Mr. Snyder, just before going on to say, there is still so much we don't know about this virus, and very few of our journalists are willing to dig deeper to find the answers we need. The answers that people need that are freaking out, that are panicking, they've already told you everything is going to be just fine. Now, I'm not gullible, and I don't always take that as an answer. The first line of my defense is the Lord has put no urgency in my spirit concerning any of this, my friends. That is where our minds should be, stayed upon God's Holy Spirit and what He is speaking to us above all. Mr. Snyder goes on to say the public is hungry for information and getting to the truth starts with asking the right questions. The following are 10 very important questions that the mainstream media should be asking about this very alarming coronavirus outbreak. Number one, the Washington State Department of Health has announced that 746 people are currently being monitored for coronavirus symptoms. Are all 746 being quarantined or are they being allowed to mix with with the general public? According to the agency's official website, it is unclear what monitoring their health actually entails. Continuing on, Mr. Snyder states, the number of people under public health supervision includes those at risk of having been exposed to novel coronavirus who are monitoring their health under the supervision of public health officials. This number includes close contact uh, of laboratory confirmed cases, as well as people who have returned from China in the past 14 days and are uh, included in federal quarantine guidelines. 
our guidance rather. Number two, in Hawaii, a local resident named John, uh, his name is so funny, I wonder if they actually made it up, a resident named John uh, Fukiwara recently had a very close contact with a Japanese man that later was confirmed to be infected with the coronavirus. After contacting health officials, um, why was Fukiwara told to, quote, go about his normal day-to-day routine? That said, the Times reporter did manage to find Mr. John Fukiwara, a local resident who said he believes the Japanese man is a friend of his whom he would not identify by name. The man recently visited the island and had coffee with Fukiwara before they exchanged gifts of chocolate. Fukiwara then um, contacted a local newspaper and then reached out to the state health officials with whom he he offered to self-quarantine. But amazingly, state health officials told him to simply go about his normal day-to-day routine and to be sure to report any symptoms. That's because, my friends, everything is fine. This is a big fabrication to keep your eyes off something else really huge that must be going on worldwide. Number three, if this coronavirus outbreak isn't that serious, says Mr. Snyder, then why has everyone in Hubei, uh, Providence, now been ordered to stay at home until further notice? The central Chinese Providence of Hubei Uh, escalated its restrictions to contain a corona uh, epidemic, virus epidemic, on the weekend. Ordering the, get this, my friends, ordering the Providence's residents, including 24 million people in rural areas, to stay at home until further notice. Well, after all, my friends, it is China, and that sounds like a fairy tale to me. Number four, if this coronavirus outbreak isn't that serious, says Mr. Schneider, then why did Russia just ban all Chinese citizens from entering the country? Russian Prime Minister Mikhail Mishushin signed an order temporarily banning, banning Chinese citizens from entering Russia for tourism, personal reasons, or work Uh, Starting Thursday, Interfax reported, citing Deputy uh, Prime Minister Totiana Galikova's office. Number five, Chinese officials have just released data which show that this virus could be 20 times more lethal than the flu. Why does hardly anyone in the Western world know about this, says Mr. Snyder? The director of a Chinese hospital at the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak became one of its victims Tuesday, despite all-out efforts to save his life. Well, we don't know what he died from, my friends. We're just hearing a report that sounds good. Chinese health officials said the death came the same day China officials released data 
indicating that the new virus could be 20 times more lethal, lethal than the flu. Number six, why is the virus killing 15% of all victims that are over the age of 80? The deadly coronavirus rapidly sweeping the world, really, kills up to 15% of its patients over the age of 80. Scientists have revealed. Mm -hmm. And who controls what the scientists say? The people behind the curtain. The scientists are the puppets. Get my drift? Chinese health officials carried out the biggest ever study on the never-before-seen strain of the virus using the data from 72,000 cases. Well, remember, as of today, there's 75,000 cases in mainland China, my friends. They try to make this sound like 72,000 cases all over the world. It's not. It's 75, as of this afternoon, thousand cases in mainland China with a little over 1,000 reported worldwide and 2,000 deaths and only six of them being outside of China. What is everybody panicking about? Number seven, on the flip side, says Mr. Snyder, why are so few children being infected by the virus? Scientists are still learning about the coronavirus outbreak that has killed, here we go, and this was reported on the 18th, 13, 1,384 people. Now it's up to 2,000 as of this afternoon, my friends, but those are in China because only six are have died outside of the uh, mainland China that have killed 1,384 people and infected more than 64,000 in China, he says. Keyword, my friends, China. In China, not the entire world. One of the biggest mysteries, says Mr. Snyder, is why so few children have gotten sick. He then goes on to share, the outbreak was first reported now listen up, my friends. The outbreak was first reported on December 31st, 2019, but not, but no children younger than 15 years old has been diagnosed as of January 22nd. A study in the New England Journal of Medicine said at the at the time that children might be less likely to become infected or, if infected, may show milder symptoms than adults. In, po in point number eight of Mr. Snyder, in point number eight, my friends, Mr. Snyder asks a good question when he asks, what is this coronavirus outbreak going to mean and this would be a good place to listen up, my friends, because this is where we're headed for the entire global economy. For this is something that I, he says, have written about repeatedly in recent days. But the mainstream media in the Western world continues to insist that this crisis will just be a small bump in the road. That's because for America, my friends, it will be. 
Meanwhile, says Mr. Snyder, over in India, there are warnings that there could be massive disruptions and shortages if this crisis doesn't end soon. Punky uh, R. Patel, chairman of Zydus Kodela, said uh, prices of medicine in India have exponentially jumped in the last few weeks, thanks to much of the medicine is sourced from China. The Indian pharmaceutical industry is experiencing massive disruptions that could face shortages starting in April if supplies aren't replenished in the next couple of weeks, Patel warned. Number nine, why did the coronavirus continue to spread like wildfire uh, aboard the Diamond Princess cruise ship even after a quarantine was initiated? A top health official at the National Institutes of Health acknowledged that the quarantine aboard the coronavirus-infected Diamond Princess cruise ship failed while discussing the decision to evacuate hundreds of American passengers, 14 of whom tested positive for the virus. Mr. or Dr. Rather, Anthony Fossey, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease at the National Institutes of Health, said the original idea to keep people safe safely quarantined on the ship wasn't unreasonable but even while the quarantine process on the ship but even with the quarantine process on the ship virus transmission still occurred and just before we move on to number 10 of Mr. Snyder's 10 very important questions that the mainstream media should be asking about the coronavirus outbreak I would like to share with you this direct quote from the same CNN piece that I shared with you just before the beginning of this article. This quote concerns what we just read about here in uh, Mr. Snyder's ninth question, just um, concerning the Diamond Princess cruise ship quarantine and goes like this. What's happening on the cruise ship? The remaining passengers aboard the Diamond Princess in Japan began disembarking Wednesday, today, my friends, after a 14-day quarantine, a total of 624 cases of the virus are linked to the stricken ship. Now, my friends... I would like to put a bug in your ear about one thing concerning what has taken place on this cruise ship. Throughout the years, you can read article after article concerning cruise ships and the acute cases of what is called the Norwalk virus so that you have to ask yourself, was it the coronavirus or the Norwalk virus, my friends. Now it's on to number 10 of Mr. Snyder's 10 very important questions that the mainstream media should be asking about this coronavirus outbreak, which states the number of confirmed cases outside of China has doubled in less than a week. 
If the number of cases continues to double every week, as of today, my friends, it's a thousand, remember? How bad will this crisis eventually become? And Mr. Snyder proves that it's a thousand people that have it, my friends, outside of China worldwide. When he says, I'll answer that one. If the number of confirmed cases outside of China, which my friend stands at 1,000 cases as of today, February 19th, 2020, doubles every week, says Mr. Snyder, there will be a million cases just 10 weeks from now. Well, my friends, with that said, we also must realize that from the first reporting of this so-called coronavirus, it has already been eight weeks and four days. And according to CNN, as I shared just before the, this article, there are only 1,000 cases reported outside of China as of this very afternoon. And there has only been a total of 2,000 deaths to date worldwide, with only six being outside of China. All the rest have been in mainland China. So people need to stop panicking from all of the mainstream media's based propaganda being fed to them by those who want the people of the world's eyes off of what is really important, of which we will touch on in the second half of our broadcast here today. Now, picking up where we left off with Mr. Snyder, continuing, where Mr. Snyder continues, my friends, by saying, and once there are a million people with coronavirus walking around all over the the planet, nobody is going to be able to contain it. Quit feeding the fire. Quit feeding the fire. I am really shocked and surprised at how many people that I really enjoy listening to from a Christian point of view are really buying into this. I am not buying into it because the Lord has not told me to buy into it. And I'm telling you from him, not from me not to buy into it. He says, so let us hope that the measures that authorities are currently taking to control the spread of this disease will work. Mr. Snyder then goes on to share a very curious statement spoken by our president when he states, President Trump believes that this outbreak will start to fizzle when warmer weather arrives and is where Mr. Snyder interjects And I truly hope that he is correct. Just before ending his piece by saying, because right now this outbreak is getting worse with each passing day. And we definitely aren't going getting good information about this crisis from the mainstream media. And my friends, on that very thought-provoking note, I will be right back after the break with more godly insight concerning our topic for today, which is, See That No Man Deceive You.
Waiting for your triumphant return This world has nothing for me I find my peace and joy The harvest for the days are few You're coming soon So people get ready Jesus is coming soon We'll be going home People get ready Jesus is coming to take from the world alone People get ready Jesus is coming soon We'll be going home Get ready.
my friends. People need to get ready, stay ready, and be ready for the Lord Jesus Christ is soon to return for those who belong to him at his appearing in what is called the rapture of the church. My friends, if you hadn't noticed on the first half of the broadcast, I was pointing to the fact that there is another reason that this event is taking place. I have talked to you about why it is being perpetrated at this time many times, and that is it does have something to do with the worldwide economy, such as will be seen in Mr. Michael Snyder's piece dated February 17th, 2020, titled Shocking New Study Says the Coronavirus Could Impact More Than 5 Million Businesses, of which there again, Mr. Snyder begins by asking, when was the last time that we witnessed a disaster that severely disrupted the supply chain of over 5 million companies around the globe simultaneously? He then states, looking back over the past couple of decades, I can't think of one. How strange. And isn't that just what I've been saying to you since the beginning of this broadcast? But we shall go further. From there, he goes on to share, in recent days, I have written a number of articles about the economic impact of this coronavirus outbreak, and what we have seen so far could be just the beginning. And he is right about that, my friends, but I venture to say it has nothing to do with the coronavirus, but everything to do with those that are the puppet masters behind the curtains, pulling the strings. Mr. Snyder then states, with each additional week that much of the Chinese economy remains at a virtual standstill, things are going to get even worse. Did you notice that it's only the Chinese economy that's at a virtual standstill, my friends? I have a sneaking suspicion that there's a little bit of some kind of... Uh, a 21st century war going on here with the economy, my friends, and has nothing to do with a so-called coronavirus. Today, says Mr. Schneider, China's account, China accounts for approximately 20% of global GDP, but that doesn't tell us the entire story. At this point, he says, the rest of the world has become so dependent on China's exports that any sort of an extended shutdown for China, Chinese manufacturing, would be a complete and utter nightmare for global supply chains. In fact, says Mr. Snyder, a brand new study that was just released by Dunn and Bradstreet has concluded that the coronavirus outbreak in China could impact more than 5 million businesses worldwide. My friends, it's about impacting our worldwide economy, not necessarily killing people off all over the world. This report continues by stating the new coronavirus outbreak and subsequent shutdown of huge swaths of China could impact more than 5 million businesses worldwide, according to a new study. 
A special briefing issued by global business research firm Dunn & Bradstreet analyzed the Chinese providence most impacted by the virus and and found that they are intrinsically linked to the global business network. Great statement, my friends. Mr. Snyder continues by sharing, many people may assume that we could just make these things somewhere else, but that isn't so easy. New factories would have to be built. Workers would have to be trained, etc. Unless they're just being shut down in, in China and brought back to the United States, my friends. Sound familiar? And as Harvard Business School's Business schools, Willie Shi has pointed out, there are some things that are only made in China these days. There are some things that are only made in China these days and, and not just the usual electronics and toys, consumer products. It's um, active pharmaceutical ingredients that go into pharmaceutical supply chains worldwide. So, asks Mr. Snyder, what is going to happen if economic activity in China does not return to normal anytime soon? He then goes on to say, but before, I'd like to just put my own little answer in there, and that is, well, their their yuan, their money system, will probably start to crumble, such as will the rest of the money system throughout the world And my friends, that's what they want, the powers that be. He then goes on to say that um, it is very, that is a very good question. Unfortunately, there will be shortages and global supply chains will become incredibly strained. Next, Mr. Snyder shares, according to the brand uh, brand new study from Dunn and Bradstreet, that I mentioned to you above, uh, 938 of the Fortune 1000 companies have at least a tier two supplier in the region. Dunn and Bradstreet, Dunn and Bradstreet researchers found that at least 51,000 companies worldwide, 163 of them, which are in the Fortune 1000, have one or more direct or tier one suppliers in the impacted region. While at least five million, <clears throat> while at least five million and nine hundred and thirty-eight in the Fortune one thousand have one or more tier two suppliers, the impact on businesses in China and around the world is already dragging down the economic growth forecast for the year. In some cases, says Mr. Schneider, the, bri- the breakdown of global supply chain will simply lead to higher prices for Western consumers. And when we speak of Western consumers, my friends, I wouldn't focus so much on America as I would Western Europe, trying to bring their money system down to the ground, which would not take much. We're next after that. But in other cases, But in other cases, he says, there will come a point when certain products are not available at all. The following comes from Zero Hedge, he says. A new poll via Shanghai's American Chamber of Converse, or AmCham, discovered that 50% of U.S. firms operating in China 
say shutdown of factories has impacted their global operations due to the COVID-19 outbreak, reported Reuters. Wouldn't she say that could be leading to bringing them back to America, my friends? About 78% of these firms warned that their staff is currently short at the moment, which would prevent the uh, resumption of full production, leading to massive shortages of products in the next several months for Western markets. Mr. Snyder then ponders when he says massive shortages of products. He then says that doesn't sound good at all. Just before going on to say, hopefully this outbreak will start to fizzle out and such, hopefully this outbreak will start to fizzle out and such an ominous scenario will not materialize. But at this point, even Apple is admitting that revenue will be below expectation this quarter. That is an unusual for Apple, my friends. Let's hear why. In explaining this to the public, Apple cites a couple of reasons. The first is that worldwide iPhone supply will be temporarily constrained. While our iPhone manufacturing partners, partner sites are located outside the Hubei Providence, uh, Hubei rather Providence, and while all of these facilities have reopened, They are ramping up more slowly than we had anticipated. The health and well-being of every person who helps make these products possible is our paramount priority. How sweet. And we are working in close uh, consultation with our suppliers and public health experts uh, as this ramp-up continues. These iPhone supply shortages will temporarily affect revenue worldwide. The second is that demand for our product within China has been affected. All of our stores in China and many of our partner stores have been closed. Additionally, stores that are open have been operating at reduced hours and with very low customer traffic. We are gradually reopening our retail stores and will continue to do so as steadily and safely as we can. Our corporate offices and contact centers in China are open. That's because they're in another providence. And our online stores have remained open throughout. Mr. Snyder then shares, needless to say, U.S. financial markets are not responding favorably to this announcement. They never do when you tell them your product is failing, my friends. We see it every day in the stock market. But, says Mr. Snyder, what is happening elsewhere is nothing compared to the economic nightmare that is unfolding inside of China right now. Mr. Snyder says, uh, that because of the, the virus, very few people even want to leave their homes. Yes, propaganda is keeping them right behind closed doors, and it just makes it convenient that they're also in a, a communist country, my friends. As a result, consumer spending has almost entirely disappeared. Very interesting. In fact, he says, 
One CEO claims that there is virtually no domestic consumption in China right now. Really? Alan Lim of eServices Group says there is completely no domestic consumption now and factories are at best this week at 25% production. Yes, because they're on their way back to the U.S. You need to approve, you need approval by the government to say you can work. Well, my friends, they're all in it together. And so therefore, if the, if the companies need to come back to America and we make agreements with China that put them over the barrel to make sure they come back to America from China, then your, your factories are only going to be operating at 25% uh, percent of production until you say uncle and the government says you can go back to work. Mr. Snyder then points out that, of course, it is entirely possible that what is taking place in China could start happening elsewhere if this virus continues to spread. There's that propaganda going berserk again. He says total number, uh, the total number of confirmed cases outside of China is rapidly approaching the 1,000 mark. Well, this was written a couple of days ago, so now today it is at 1,000. And that is, and that isn't something to be extremely alarmed about yet, says Mr. Schneider. But if that number continues to rise at an exponential rate, we will soon see a tremendous amount of panic all over the globe, and that will be extremely bad news for the entire global economy. Now, my friends, keeping in mind all that has been said here today, let us now take a look at a short prophetic dream as given to Mr. Marty Breeden, posted by Mr. Michael Snyder, February 15th, 2020, titled, Your Money is Worthless. It Means Nothing. Not Now. It Doesn't. Of which Mr. Snyder begins by stating, Marty Breeden just shared a dream on Facebook that really resonated with me. I have had such an ominous feeling about what is ahead, and I have felt a greatly increased sense of urgency in recent days. Mr. Snyder then continues by sharing, I truly believe that dark times are coming. And so the title of Marty's latest dream definitely got my attention right away. Dream, February 15th, 2020. Dark times. Mr. Breeden begins the recounting of his prophetic dream by sharing, last night I had a very short dream, yet I believe it, 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 it a foreshadow of things to come. As Americans, we normally walk, travel, and speak freely. In my dream, I saw that everything was being monitored, and in a moment, and in moment, and, and if I can get my tongue untwisted, and in a moment's time, everything had changed. Mr. Breeden states, our travel was being limited by what appeared to be a foreign force, working alongside some Americans that were not wearing our typical military uniform. I said it's a war of a different color, didn't I, my friends? Mr. Breeden continues, discussions were whispered 
and travel was limited. Sound familiar, my friends? There were soldiers heavily armed, and the electronic surveillance and tracking was staggering to see. He says, I saw they would even allow certain fun activities for the people, but it was so heavily monitored that everyone was just doing the best they could to have fun. Mr. Breeden continues by sharing, it broke my heart to see the youth attempting to enjoy their lives, but this was certainly no life. Mr. Breeden then says, the surroundings were dark and foreboding, and I remember catching the eye of several of these soldiers, and they appeared hate-filled and lifeless because it's the demonic spirits being released. And just as the Lord God, through the power working and anointing of his Holy Spirit, uses people, my friends, Satan uses people with his demonic spirits at the helm. Mr. Breeden then says, at one point, I was able to sneak off and meet a family member, and I recall her saying, can you really believe it's come to this? Listen up, my friends. She then showed me that she had put back $65,000 cash, and she seemed so proud. My friends, listen to that word, proud and prideful, and keep it in mind. She seems so proud of it. I told her, and this would be the word from the Lord in this vision dream, my friends, quote, your money is worthless. It means nothing. Not now. It doesn't. I awoke, says Mr. Breeden. My friends, in Ezekiel chapter 7, Verse 19, the Lord God tells us that one day soon and very soon that, quote, they shall cast their silver in the streets and their gold shall be removed. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. They shall not satisfy their souls, neither shall neither fill their bowels, because it is the stumbling block or pride, my friends, of their iniquity or sin. My friends, now in this broadcast is where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. And here is why. For those of you who have been with me for any period of time, you know that I have many times spoken to you about the coming global economic and currency reset that is now unbeknownst to the general population of the world just about to go live. A few weeks ago, I set out in one of my broadcasts to explain this to you in detail and told you that in reality, it was history repeating itself to a certain degree. The title of this broadcast is President Trump and President Jackson, What Do They Hold in Common? Dated October 9th, 2019, of which I invite you to please take the time to see just what it was and is that the Lord God wants people worldwide to understand about the lateness of the hour in which we now find ourselves living in. For those of you who have heard me say them, you will remember 
that I said that these phrases were given to me by the Lord God for such a time as this and are as follows. Things are not always as they appear. My friends, they say it's coronavirus, but I say you need to look further. The next phrase is, we are at the end and we shall not begin again. And in that, the Lord is telling us, get ready, be ready, and stay ready, for his son is soon to break the eastern sky to whisk away those who belong to him at his appearing in the rapture. For the next phrase is, it is 1159 and split seconds just before the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it is high time. And it is the last phrase. And it is high time and past time to know God's word. Know it well and know it correctly for yourself. Because, my friends, it is also said of these coming days in Revelation chapter 17, verse 17, for God has put it in their hearts, these puppeteers behind the curtains pulling the stream, strings, my friends, for God has put it in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God shall be fulfilled. That, my friends, the scripture, that, my friends, the scriptures of Revelation chapter 13 will be fulfilled in which John the Revelator states, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, seven continents and ten nations, my friends, and upon his horns ten crowns, which are the leaders over those ten nations, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy, they're following Satan, my friends, through the Antichrist. And the beast, who is the Antichrist beast, my friends, which I saw was likened to a leopard, which is in reference to Iran, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, which were in reference to Russia, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, which is in reference to the UK, and the dragon, which is simultaneously the name for Satan and China, my friends, gave him power, gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death and his deadly wound was healed and all the world wandered after the beast. And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast who would be firstly Satan, my friends, and could be a reference to China as the one carrying out this order, gave power unto the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, who is, like, who, is a, who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things, and blasphemy and power was given unto him to continue 40 and two months, which is the last three and a half years of the seven years of tribulation, the last three and a half years being known as the time of great tribulation and the outpouring of God's wrath, 
not to mention the time of Jacob's trouble. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheming his name and his tabernacle, which would be the body of Jesus Christ. Tabernacle is a tent, which is in reference to our body, which is the the Lord Jesus Christ. Here is a man on the earth come from the Lord God as his anointed and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them and power was given in him over all kindreds and tongues and nations and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world my friends and that is in reference to the fact that all those who are left behind after the rapture my friends their names are not written in the Lamb's Book of Life, unless they die by beheading for the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ and are known as martyrs. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here's the patience and faith of the saints. And I, John said, beheld another beast coming up out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and he spake as a dragon and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed and he doeth great wonders And we're speaking now, my friends, of the false prophet of the Antichrist beast, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men and deceive them that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which has Uh, beast which had the wound by a sword and did live and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast and that the be that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many would not worship the image of the beast should be killed and he caused all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell, save he that has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, says the word of God. Let him that has understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six, or six, 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 my friends. And with that said, We have finally come to the end of the show, my friends, and one last phrase that the Lord has given me throughout the years, and it is even on our website. It says, if you are not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you will be doing it later in heaven? My friends, today is the day of salvation. There is a worldwide economic changing, just as he said about his dream. In a moment's time, everything changed. It will be overnight. You will be astonished and you better be ready, spiritually speaking, for it just will prove that our time here upon this earth is very short. And with that said, my friends, I just would like to pray that 
this prayer. Dear Lord God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I come to you and bow down spiritually speaking. You have given me this word this day. I pray that the hearer hears exactly what you have said and nothing more and nothing less. My friends, listen to what the Lord is saying. Dear Lord God, thank you for this word. And I pray that many will come to you, bow down, spiritually speaking, with a broken and contrite heart and spirit, pour out their life before you, ask you, Lord Jesus, to forgive them of their sins and to begin to walk with you, to begin to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for themselves and seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit that you, Holy Spirit, may be there in the time that they have need of whatever it is they have need of to be brought to their remembrance by way of the word of God that they may sustain through this dark time that is upon us. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray, amen and amen. And with that said, my friends, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?